guys, and welcome back to the Worth Living For podcast. And I'm so excited to have my friend Luke on this episode. And today we're just going to be talking about who is Jesus. And here's Luke. Hello. Hey, there we go. I couldn't figure out how to put myself in the center of the thing because it wasn't showing the video. Because uh, it was, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was like um, weird. Um, because you were recording, it didn't automatically show the video straight away. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stop blocking. Hey, yeah. dude, on on my end, it's lagging a bit on your end. Do you want me to close this and try again? Oh, there we go. Oh, my God, it's got such bad connection, I think. <laughs> uh, we can do it. Um, we can do... Uh, Hey, there it is. Hey, there it is. <laughs> now. All right. Do you, do you want me to close this one and try again? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it stopped. It must have been the bandwidth of the internet, and then it just sort of... Oh, it's all good. Crap. It's all good. Um, I'm working now. Yeah. Cool. This episode is going to be fun because I've... You know me. I've got no... No pre-planned anything written out. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, you well, you don't really need it when you're talking about Jesus anyway. I mean, you should have enough head knowledge, yeah, to know, should. you know, with this sort of stuff. And <laughs> and I mean, I'm the one with all the book knowledge anyway, so yeah, you'll you'll just be, you know, rolling with that and giving feedback on that. I I suppose so you know but yeah yeah so my my first um thing i would say is um for anyone that listens to the episode that's not christian like you know some people think um i don't know you got to be perfect before you can have a relationship with jesus like you have to have everything about yourself everything about your life perfect before you can actually start going to church, but that's like, yeah, it's mm. not true, <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. 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 Well, I think the really important thing to remember is that what you're looking at, it's not some relationship with some far off God. That's all perfect. Yeah. Which yeah, in a way he is, but what what this is is it's a you know it's a relationship with the person who created you just the way you already are yeah so there's no need for you to be any more than who you already are for jesus 
to love you, um, for God to love you, or for anything like that. Like, and the, the, like that one of the points I wanted to make um, tonight, because um, who Jesus is, it's kind of a confusing thing because we talk about Jesus being the Son of God, and yeah, stuff like that. Um, but it's um, Jesus is instrumental in our creation. Without Jesus, nothing had was made without him. So, and he even said that himself that all things um were made through him. And he'd often quote that he was, you know, creator of things and master of things because like he was the one that did it he was the one that made it it didn't exist before him yeah you know um and that can be confusing because people go well god made everything (laughs) and and um the best way and simplest way to look at it is to look at it through the eyes of the person who was closest to him, which was John. So when you're reading the Gospel of John, the very first verse is, um, in the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, um, or what's to that effect. It could be in different order. But that that sounds a bit confusing as well, until you understand what he's actually saying because Jesus says that he's the word right and we go okay so John's talking about Jesus but why is, is he the word like what why how it what is so significant about that and um what um something that I'd read recently made me realize how significant um that is um because um if we look at the other part of the trinity the holy spirit um knowing who the holy spirit is helps us see jesus's part in the trinity and you're able to identify with who he is and The Holy Spirit, what's really interesting. Um, and it's and it's funny because you can apply it to so much scripture when you when you learn this one small truth. It's that in Hebrew, the word for spirit, um, it's um ruach, which doesn't just mean spirit, it also means breath. And so what you're looking at is often where it says, um, you know, the spirit of God, it, it means the breath of God. Yeah. Um, so God, God breathing life into Adam. Um, like it says he blew his spirit into him, you know, and stuff like that. Um, and then he became living, but like it's God's breath is the Holy spirit essentially. So what you've got is a creator being, um, his breath, and then now 
Jesus is word. He is word. He is words. And then all of a sudden you get the creator God speaking words through using breath to create. So let there be light, which is how we say it. That's not how it's said in Hebrew, but, you know, and that first thing being said, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's without Jesus, who is all all things that are in existence are named and all names belong to Christ because he is language yeah. essentially that's what he is he he is language and all things belong to him that are named and he is in control and has dominion over those things and so um and come that because people just think of Jesus they think of you know little children's knee and stuff like that but the amount of mercy and patience and like that it takes for someone with so much strength to become so mild in person and to be gentle people who aren't even though you know uh, like it's intimidating in a way like it's confronting when you think about it like jesus is extremely powerful like he's not just you know oh he can call down angels and fire he could literally obliterate everything like he he's that powerful he is god he could have just gone yeah now nah, you guys are gone and, yeah. and that's it and he decided to come down and do it for us. He did the hard part. He did everything we couldn't do so that we don't have to. And that's the part that we miss. That's the reason why we feel guilty. That's the reason why we feel ashamed or like we can't walk into a church or we can't uh, talk to like talk about Jesus or, or be spiritual or, or anything. Cause we worry that we're not perfect. And the, the, the problem is none of us have it together. We're all imperfect. Yeah. Um, but we don't realize that because we're just seeing everybody's that's outside. What... We're just seeing everybody's yeah. Instagram feed of their, and that's one of the points. And so that's one of the points that I was going to make, which mm. you sort of, yeah, sort of draw that line to the thought I wanted to share was, um, I think sometimes at church, and I, I want to say this so I don't get in trouble, but I think feel like at church sometimes, um, maybe not in the sermons, but before the service or after the service, there's not, there's not, there's less like realness if that makes sense and that kind of puts people off yeah it's like oh, okay so i gotta to come to church with a fake smile and just pretend everything's okay but then that negates the fact that jesus like jesus treat treats our, our lives like a wine press or or like molding us and shaping us 
And that's despite our imperfections or our mm. flaws, which means if we cause people to think that, well, you know, no, no, you can't come to my church because you're not perfect, because you suck, because you've made mistakes. But then people don't actually see mm. us in those vulnerable moments where it's just us and maybe one other person. You know what I mean? I don't know if, whether I'm mm. adding to the conversation or <laughs> distracting it, but anyway. No, 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 you are. No. No, no, no. It's very valid because, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, a lot of the time when we're trying to seek, see, this is where the, this is where Christianity becomes religious and not yeah. a relationship. Yeah. We are supposed to treat others as we would treat Christ. So if we're putting on fake smiles and building no relationship with the people we go to church with, that's exactly what we're doing for Jesus. So we're not building a relationship. We're not building a relationship with him because we're distancing ourselves from the people he created. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. if he created that, he says what you do for the least of these you do for me. Mm. And he's saying, even for the people who are sinners, what you are doing for them, you are doing for me. It doesn't matter if they're unsaved. It doesn't matter if they're an atheist. It doesn't matter if they're, you know, homosexual or do drugs and are addicted or, or gamble, addicted to gambling or, or if they've got something else. Yeah, that seems unsavory going on in their life that might offend you in some way. If you are not willing to put aside those biases and treat them the way you would treat Christ, then you're not building that relationship. And that is really key to like stopping church from becoming some religious box we tick and becoming something that's real, you know, because if you're building relationship because they're your brothers and sisters, you know, if you're not building actual relationships with them, then how are you getting closer to Christ? Mm. You know, because we are all parts in the one body. There's that throughout I think in Romans it says that several times. Corinthians, um, this, you can quote it from so many books in the New Testament where Paul has said this time and time again that we are all parts in the one body and the whole body needs the rest of the body in order to function. Yeah. Um, and without part of the body, you're dysfunctional. You know, you're you're disabled in a way. And that would be um, that would be the thing too, need, I guess, because yeah. if if someone's like called to be sort of like the arm, and you're like abusing mm. that person and just treating them yep. less than other people, then you yes. know the arm's supposed to do its job. But if the arm feels, you know, like it's being abused or it, you know, someone's trying to sever it off completely. It's just like, well, yeah, that's, yeah. you know. <laughs> literally, yeah, that's literally almost word for word what Paul says 
think in Romans 12, um, it might be in like 9 and 10, 11. Um, he says, like, a hand doesn't say to a foot, I, yeah, I don't yeah. need you. Yeah. And pass it off. You know, like, like that. that's exactly what it's like. Because um, what happens normally is someone who functions differently <clears throat> to another person one person gets offended or thinks they're doing Christianity wrong mm. is generally what happens. And then they'll just start thinking it's a problem with them. Not that they're just built different. They'll think they actually are doing it wrong. They're doing Christianity wrong. They're doing life wrong, you know, and so they'll criticize it. They'll, attack it that whatever because to them yeah you know it's not how they do things but they don't realize that they're just different they're built different jesus made them different and that's the thing too because for because like you said before um it's not religion it's relationship so it's a personal relationship because it's a personal choice so each person's gonna have an individual calling even though that individual calling is going to lead to the same result, which is, you know, you got a testimony. Yes. You're going to share that with people and you're going to be vulnerable in certain moments, even with people that don't want to know anything about God, because what you have might actually help them. Even if at the moment they're like, no, nah, I don't want to hear anything yeah. about that. You know what I mean? And I think that's, yeah, no. I think that's one of the problems yeah. because like, if you if you're if you're living religion not relationship then you know of course it's going to be more, more difficult because you're not spending that personal time with god outside of church you know but yeah 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 well the thing is um one of the one of the leaders of my church he put this really um beautifully when he was talking about myself so I was talking about, um, you know, how I function and how I have a hard time talking to people at church when I'm at church. Um, I have a hard time, you know, doing the whole, hey, you're new, you know, let me talk to you and see how you are kind of thing. Um, but then he's quite the opposite. And where he actually said, the thing is, Luke, like what you do is something I can't do. You're able to go outside the church and talk to people who don't know God and make friends with them and love them and have these relationships with them and then come back with these amazing stories of God moving in their lives. And it's like, but like, I can't do that. It's like, but God's made me for the express purpose of building people up in church. You know, like when like people are in church and they're down, like I build them up and that's what I do. It's like what you do is you kind of go out, you know, out, out into the wilds and, um, make all these like you're like bringing christ to people instead of bringing people to christ so to speak yeah it's like 
you know how like a lot of people try to get people into church um which is good like church is really church is really healthy and church is great but what i do is, is i kind of bring christ to people yeah i bring like you know it's like as as an ambassador for christ it's kind of like it's almost like uh like an ambassador's sort of <laughs> mission kind of thing where i go out and i'm just representing like i'm in you know it's like jumping in the lion's den yeah. you know what i mean um it's just like it's, it's completely just yeah i mean like when you see people like um brian welch how yeah. he's just yeah 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 bringing jesus to people in full on situations like because they're all coming to you know corn concerts and they've all got really bad homes bad this bad that and he's just praying for him loving them you know and, but and that's, that's the thing too man that's because um what i do that's the thing too because i think um there's got to be like this i feel like there's going to be this new mentality in church where it's just like we have to really understand why jesus actually hung out with sinners even though he was being mocked and ridiculed and questioned, like, well, how come you're hanging out with sinners? And then it's just like, yeah, the saying's being butchered, like beaten like a dead horse, but like, you know, healthy people don't need a doctor or healthy people don't need to go to hospital. Yeah. It's the people that are injured, the people that are broken, yeah. and they're the exact people that Jesus came to save and set free. So if we're constantly going to church yeah, every true. Sunday making friends with people that already know the good news, but we're not actually, you know, going out of the church and outside the four walls and actually reaching people, then why even go to church mm-hmm. to have a relationship with God in the first place? Because <laughs> you're basically well, sharing well, that news. Well, with, uh, playing, yeah. yeah. Uh, playing devil's advocate here. For, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Sorry. It's a yeah. bad choice of words there, but like, um, um, some of the people in church may not be um it may not be their purpose to go oh yeah definitely outside the church and often i see people try to evangelize and all they do is start bible bashing people yeah yeah because they don't know anything else like their their gift might be um using the word for correction so if they start evangelizing, all they're doing is correcting sinners yeah. with the word instead of building up people who are already saved. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's more walking the walk you're destined to walk rather than criticizing others who to. walk differently to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yes. I think that supporting people who do jobs that are different to you rather than criticize Mm. not trying to do something that you're not built for i mean yes it's good to build relationships with people that aren't saved but if it's not how you're built you can do more harm than good i think that god everything that you go through in your life um and 
and and the ways God's gifted you from birth, plus the all the things you go through. And so me, I used to not be at speaking. I wouldn't be able to do a conversation like this on the internet that's going to be broadcast to people. But God has shaped me so that I'm able to comfortably talk like this because there's people who need to hear this, yeah. you know, and same with the people um, that I reach out to now. Um, I used to not be comfortable with that kind of thing, but God pushed me that way. He's like, you came from the lion's den already, you know, you need to go back out there and 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 reach those people you know yeah. i already came from a bad place I already came from a criminal background like god's trying to send me back out to all these troubled people mm. and let them know it's okay like it's okay to be who you are christ made you the way you are you know god made you the way you are like you do not need to be any different than who you already are. You just need to come. That is it. That is all that is being asked of you. It's not anything about changing. It's not anything about, yeah. you know, like who you are already is who God wants. That's it. That's who he's after. And it's not so that, you know, yes, you grow. But the thing is, you become better than what you already are. You don't change. You don't stop being new. You don't put on fake smiles and dress nice. Like, God will take you what you already are, and he will build on it. He will make it stronger. He will make it better. And he will make you the best version of you. Mm. It's not a case of, you know, oh, well, your personality is trash. You need to do whatever. Uh, if you're a passionate person that's fire if you're someone who's really shy god will use that like it doesn't matter what kind of personality you have or background or whatever god knows god knew everything you were going to do before you did it ever including the bad stuff including mm. the walking away including everything so the fact of the matter is he uses it. He knows everything you've done and he knows how to use it for your good. He knows how to turn it all around. You know, that years of abuse, he knows how to turn that into you, you into a strong person. He knows how to make you someone who can help other people who are being abused. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like um, he takes be addicts. That should be a huge, you know. Yeah. That yeah, should be a huge like, encouragement to a lot of people because it is what you just said literally means that um, God wants a relationship with everyone, but but it's a you know it's a choice. So you know there has to be a response yeah. to that invitation to that yeah. relationship. You know because and that's all it is. All it is. Yeah. Is um, a response to that invitation it is not even a call to change anything yeah yeah it's just a yes it's just all god wants is a yes i i'll 
I'll do it. And then God helps you with the rest. God nearly does everything else. Most of it is God. 90% of my strength is God. Like, it's like 10% of effort from me, and then God does the rest. Like, I, you know, it, it, that's honestly the way it is. When you have the Holy Spirit in you, when you have God on your side, most of the strength in you is from God. And it just seems like you're just able to do everything, but it's God working through you, helping you to do things. And yeah, yeah, like I was, you know, like I was so nerve wracked that I, I was, you know, I was an alcoholic and smoked all day. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was, and that was when I was, tough apparently i was tough everyone was scared of me and yet i was so anxious all the time and so scared all the time that all i did was drink and smoke to deal with my anxiety like literally all day um and did nothing else and the thing is like i was tough i was scary because i was frightened because mm. I was worried. Because I was worried about the next seven-foot dude going to barge through the door and try and hurt my friends, so I've got to step in. You know what I mean? Like, I was always worried about stuff like that. And so I was frightened all the time. And everyone thought I was just tough and scary. And I protected everyone, and I was like that. But the thing is, it was because I was scared all the time. I'm never scared now. Never. I'm at peace all the time. And it wasn't until I met with God that I felt any any sense of peace, any semblance of peace at all in my life. And, and now that I have it, I don't want to let it go. So it's just me knowing that, well, there's no way back at all to my old life because there was absolutely no benefit to my old life whatsoever Yeah, compared to what I have now with God. You know, um, people like to say, you know, oh, how do you know God's real? Or, oh, you can't prove God's real. I'm like, dude, I would not, no matter how hard I tried, there's no way I could have mind over mattered this peace that I have. Yeah. There's no way. Absolutely yeah. none. Zero. I spent years the way I was. And one two-hour session in a youth group where I got baptized in the Holy Spirit immediately about me. Yeah. And I was filled with peace. Finally, the thing is, like, you can't argue with that. You can't use weird rationale with me and try and get me to think that's not real because it happened to me. Yeah, yeah. I know what happened to me. I know that God speaks to me. Like, I hear him speak to me. I do what he says. And miraculous stuff happens. It's just the way it is. It's normal for me. You can't 
ask me to rationalize it with you unless something miraculous happens in front of you. You're not going to see that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, the thing is, the people who have miracles happen to them that I've been with, yeah, it messed them up. It made them question everything. Um, yeah. I, I don't need to know, like, I don't need to argue with people on the internet about yeah. science and religion and how old the earth is and all this stuff. I know that God's real. Yes, I know that dinosaur skeletons are real. And I also know that God is real. I don't need to marry the two. I don't need to go, well, actually, and do some big apologetics thing. Like, I don't need to go, oh, dinosaurs are real, so therefore the earth can't be 6,000 years old and, and the Bible must be wrong. That doesn't occur to me because I know God exists. I know God is real. I don't know why the Bible says that the earth is... Well, that's the thing. That's just people guessing based on people's ages. Yeah. yeah. And none of this atheist rationale um, that people like to throw at me really works because I've experienced God too many times yeah. to deny him. Um, and that's the thing. I'm not trying to, and I never try to, share any more than Christ's love for people. I'm, I don't even talk about Bible knowledge. I don't talk about anything. I don't argue with people's beliefs. I don't anything. All I do is do what Christ would do. That yeah. is it. That is what I do. I've made friends with Muslims who converted to Christianity. I've made friends with atheists who then converted to Christianity. Like, they did it of their own prerogative. It wasn't like, yeah, I was the catalyst, I suppose. They realized there was something real because I was real. But, like, I didn't tell them to change what they believed. I didn't tell them anything. I just loved them. I literally just loved them to Christ. That was it. And if everyone decided to just mm. love other people and do what your function is and do it with love, everyone would see the case for Christ. Well, I was you know gonna say I mean? that. Like, no cause... one you wouldn't argue it. Yeah, know? exactly. I was gonna I was gonna say that. We got like four minutes left, but I was gonna say exactly what you just said the more you hang out with people that either know Jesus or don't know Jesus, the more they actually notice something different about you. Cause the same with you. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like I can remember not having self-worth and self-esteem. So I know that the person I am today, yeah. and the fact that I can actually hold a conversation now and do something like this, which 10, 15 years ago, yeah okay <laughs> you'd be dragging me into a chat like you're yeah, screaming, you would, yeah, yeah crying exactly. <laughs> you know but like <clears throat> that's how i know god's real yeah because it's 10 percent me and the rest is him yeah <laughs> you know but yeah 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 that's exactly right because we know like we don't change yeah. in here yeah. it, like like it's not like some self-improvement thing it's god improvement yeah like and that's the thing because Jesus God changes us from using the, in, the good thing about you. Yeah. Jesus changes us from the inside out, not the outside in. So I can like put a fake smile on yeah. it and pretend everything's okay, but then 
if I haven't actually given God the opportunity to change my heart, then nothing on the outside actually changes and it just looks the same. Mm. And I think that's why when people hang out with Yeah, and all with yeah. with if people hang out with you long enough and you know Jesus even a little bit, they start to see a difference because it's not like the outward appearance changes. Cause it's not like you have like some like you hit with a beauty stick or something like that. <laughs> and you can buy the most expensive clothing but then still have an ugly heart. And that's why Jesus changes us from the inside out. You know, but Yeah, that's it. And and that's the thing. Yeah, it's it's your heart that requires changing if anything. Um but the thing is that doesn't take much. God puts his finger on you and then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> oh man we'll, we'll leave it there and I'll definitely be back on <laughs> All yeah right, no no worries have a good week love you man bye yeah no worries you too you too